It's a visual platform. So having the visual high quality graphics or videos that can answer someone's query in a way that's best digestible for them. I mean, you'll make small tweaks on what the title is and the description, but if it's a quote, because this example was from an individual who's selling a personal success book. And so we had said, if there was a chapter that's around love and finding a partner, you can use the same quote and then provide a bit more context to it, which they can then find even more context to Mm -hmm. on the embedded link. So you use this as like the tip of the iceberg of a journey with someone, like your customer value journey. You tease them with information, you deliver on that promise with the description and more, and then you give them even more value when they take the next step of clicking on the embedded link and going to your website. Hey everyone, I'm Mark DeGraves, President of Digital Marketer, and this is the Digital Marketer Podcast. Today we have Lauren Petrullo in the studio, and we're going to be talking about Pinterest, which is uh, one of the seven platforms that we talked about with our new social media certification coming out in Q1 of 2023. Mm-hmm. So uh, Pinterest was actually a late ad, and it was something I, I kind of debated on because I was like, I personally love Pinterest. Uh, I use it for designs and content curation, a bunch of different things, uh, but a lot of marketers don't see the value. So I figure what we can do today is help establish that value and give them some awesome actionable tips that they could use right now to start uh, making Pinterest work for their business. So let's do it. So Pinterest, why should anybody use Pinterest? Uh, Pinterest is the intersection of search engine and social media. So it's the place that gives you the most amount of visibility the longest when compared to any other social media platform. You have the chance to not only have a time decay that's, you know, like 1200 times better than a Facebook post because a Pinterest post will last three to four months compared to a few hours. You also have the opportunity to take people off platform Mm -hmm. to go to your ideal call to action, be that your website, to download a lead magnet, to purchase a product. It's made to help people discover and then explore outside of the platform, which is why I think it's the best place to distribute your resources uh, i think that's that's an excellent argument <laughs> well because it's it's funny because you see the big platform everybody worries about facebook they worry yeah. about instagram they worry about yeah, yeah. even twitter like they'll worry about twitter before they even give pinterest like a nod of like eh, maybe it can do something mm-hmm. um what do you think has led to that because if you look at all platforms like they're trying to keep people on their platforms yeah. and so they don't want to send it to your lead magnet they don't want to send it to your product page right. uh but pinterest does Um, I would assume that, well, there's two parts. For the reason why there are fewer adopters to distributing their content also on Pinterest is because the assumption that it's hard. Mm. The assumption that like with TikTok or going from Android to iPhone, that type of transition from one social media platform to another requires a huge learning curve that they're not ready for. When in fact, it's probably um, easier than most people would assume. Um, there's no complicated uh, scheduling structure. It's in fact a great place to repurpose and test mm. content ideas, which is where it's um, if you're able to upload a post on Instagram, you can do way easier uploads on Pinterest. That's such a good point. Well, and and the fact that yeah, there's that barrier because you look at it and it does look complicated. There's a ton of pictures coming yeah, ahead. That's there's fair. a lot going on. And then then the engagement on Pinterest is not similar to the other platforms. Other right. platforms you share, you comment, you like. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Pinterest you pin, mm-hmm. you 
repin. Repin. <laughs> save. Like you can save stuff and then you bring it to your board. But I get it. That does give a UX experience where it's overly complicated. Um, but at the end of the day, it's still just having those that are active users because there's over 440 million active yeah. users on the platform. Those that know, like really go deep into it. And then you can organize your content into boards, which let you curate essentially the collections of your information for your desired avatar or target audience. I love that. Well, I think in terms of just platforms in general, I think the best curation function in terms of being able to categorize, subcategorize, yeah. and just organize your stuff. Yeah. There's, I don't know any platform that does it better. Like Instagram has guides where you mm -hmm. can pull together some posts, but again, marks, right? this is keyword based because it's an intersection of search engine and social media. So you don't have to have anything in chronological order. You're allowed to use keywords to optimize your titles, your alt tags. Like they're all image tags, your descriptions themselves, and then on your boards themselves. So there's all these different ways for you to gather that information so that people can find what you're looking for. No, no I love that. Anyway, if, if anybody hasn't used Pinterest before, I definitely recommend you use Pinterest <laughs> <laughs> if you're thinking about getting out of the platform. But we also talked about, you know, in context of the social media certification where we're teaching essentially the digital marketer overarching strategy called mm -hmm. the customer value journey. And then we're going to tell people in the cert, like, hey, you should really choose and focus on one, maybe two you know, platforms. Mm -hmm. And and I think you made an awesome argument for like Pinterest should always be one of the platforms. Yes. Yeah. Um, if you were going to pair it, let's talk about pairing. Okay. Well, what actually pairs best with Pinterest? I mean, it's wherever you already have a lot of content. I think the best mm. pairing for Pinterest is content in general, whether it's blogs on your website or posts that you've already done. If you have been posting on your Facebook or Instagram page for over a year, let's say you're even doing like one post a week or two posts a week, when we know that most are doing three to seven, um, you can repurpose all of that content, even if it's been dead or like not really seen or acted on, if it's still relevant, you can take that content and post it to Pinterest. So it's not that like moving forward, would I say there's one platform that's better than another in terms of of pairing, but it's great to pair past content mm. with Pinterest and then just pull from this vault of resources because Pinterest loves consistency and volume because it's a great testing ecosystem. But I will say right now, algorithmically speaking, there is a skew of additional visibility and exposure for those using short form videos. So 59 seconds or less, mm. because that's what TikTok leans into those shorter form videos as their type of content. If you're doing TikTok strategy, Pinterest is really easy to pair with it. But um, if you're not active on TikTok and you just, you know, you're you're piddling away and having a VA help you with your social media posts, this is a really, really good pairing if you want like low barrier of entry, minimum extra work for maximum additional exposure. Ah, love that. Yeah, that's, you know, it's practical. And I love practical because everybody can, well, everybody gets excited about like, oh, I'm going to get on there. I'm going to kill it. I'm going to be a million users in a year, whatever, yeah. uh, versus just like what could work for you today and what is yeah. the easiest to to put into action. And yeah. I think Pinterest really fits that. For an hour a day, you can generate over 50,000 monthly views to your Pinterest account in that. less than 90 days. For reals, not for... 50,000 <laughs> monthly views. That's not 50,000 total views. That's recurring views each month. And with the longevity of these posts, that can carry you over for quite some time, even if you just stopped posting, which you shouldn't because Pinterest loves consistency. And like, why would you stop when you see this like monumental gain mm -hmm. of new followers and visitors to your 
website and resources. A monstrous game. Monstrous. Game of, <laughs> of users. Uh, so you have been, actually been managing the digital marketer account for three weeks at this mm-hmm. point. Uh, let's just talk about kind of what you did and what kind of results you got. Sure. So coming into uh, the account, you did have uh, 10,200 followers. Hmm. Side note, followers don't matter. It's a vanity metric, but it's still a pretty number to look at. You're like, wow, I have 10,200 people, people. <laughs> that want me to post on Digital Marketer. Cool. Got it. Let's go. And so you're generating um, less than a thousand impressions a month. Uh, within two weeks, we had 12,000% increase that visibility like that. Um, by repurposing uh, existing videos on your Instagram and your TikTok pages, wow. bringing it in, leveraging you know chat AI so that we can use AI to build the titles, the descriptions, and our keywords hmm. so that we could repurpose the content with uh, minimal effort for maximum exposure. But yeah, so what we had done was um, 30 to 35 pins in a week. Uh, we do that with a combination of two idea pins a day and then five or six standard pins. And what that allows, again, is the momentum of the consistency posting. Idea pins specifically are repurposing TikToks, Reels, Instagram, Shorts from YouTube, whatever that video is, because you can't do the embedded link. Hmm. So we want to have content that's inspirational and it helps people get an idea. And then we do, you know, like five to six standard pins, which can be text, it can be uh, like images, it could be videos, there's a carousels even. There's yeah. lots of different options you can do for the standard pins. And that gives us more rich data to provide because we can also do embedded links. And what we saw right away is Atiba had this great video that I, we had pulled from hmm. the uh, Instagram account and uh, it had generated over 99 clicks to Digital Marketer's website <gasps> in so- under a week. That's incredible. And so it was just like the opportunity cost. And that's just starting. It's going to stay as a viable resource for another two months. So it's posted once and it's like having a lottery ticket for every single lottery that calendar year. That's fantastic. Well, I think it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's scalable uh, and it builds on itself, which you can't say that about, I don't think any other platform. Maybe YouTube, like YouTube, mm-hmm. you could have old stuff, like maybe it keeps yeah, that many views, sure. but everything else is pretty instant. And yeah. If you're not working it right now, then it's probably not going to work for yeah. you very much. The compounding thing I think is a really great benefit of the platform because uh, what we had started with were maybe three or four boards. And now we're at over a dozen different boards where mm. we're curating different pieces of content into collections or boards that will help the user find more of mm. what they're looking for. So it gives that like binge scrolling and that binging consumption in an easy to navigate format. Well, and it's easy to navigate for not just uh, the user, which of course you're focused on them first, yeah. but also for you, because if you're a social media manager and you, you're in charge of yeah. seven platforms <laughs> and you're trying to like, okay, I did these graphics and I yeah. did these videos and I did this, and most platforms, it's like, yeah, figure it out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it's very hard to actually organize. You know, it's playlists on YouTube, yeah. it's collections on TikTok, it's bookmarks on. Instagram sort of, and then yeah. stories of their, I mean, it's very complicated, but Pinterest I've found is the easiest to start, you know, pulling information. And one yeah. of the things we talked about during the AMA that we did was uh, that you could actually take those posts and then uh, switch them a little bit to put them in different boards. Yeah, And so absolutely. when I saw, I was like, man, if you really want to test a demographic, mm-hmm. you could do that. I think your example was like finding love and, yeah. if you, and you could actually take the same quote and put it with like a blue background versus like a pink background. Yeah. Put it in a different category. So finding love for her, finding love for him. Mm-hmm. Getting, it's a visual platform. So having the visual high quality graphics or videos that can answer someone's query 
in a way that's best digestible for them. I mean, you'll make small tweaks on what the title is and the description, but if it's a quote, because this example was from an individual who's selling a personal success book. And so we said, if there was a chapter that's around love and finding a partner, you can use the same quote and then provide a bit more context to it, which they can then find even more context to on the embedded link. So you use this as like the tip of the iceberg of a journey with someone, like your customer value journey. You tease them with information, you deliver on that promise with the description and more, and then you give them even more value when they take the next step of clicking on the embedded link and going to your website. Love it. Well, I love the website traffic, which is, yeah. you know, for me, <laughs> the point of social media is to get people to your website. To take it's, action. To take action, do something rather than just like or whatever. You know, that's that's a vanity metric, like yeah. you said. Pinterest allows you to inspire people to take action. Love it. That's a yeah. good line. All right. Last question. Okay. This is a switch. If I generate massive amount of content using mid-journey, combined with uh, an AI development of Canva mm-hmm. and just spit out a bunch of junk? Would it have the same weight as if uh, if I had also, or taken the other path, which is design a bunch of junk myself and then share it originally? Um, that's a good question. I mean, the data will tell you, but I don't see why that wouldn't generate. It's, it's a volume game. And so you want to be posting a lot. Like you don't want to overburden someone and just be like, oh, it's fine. Never there. <laughs> Uh, but there have been accounts where people do these, I'm going to call it spammy type of content, and posting a thousand times a day. Mm. Um, and like, I'm not saying it's black hat. It, it can be gray hat. And you're going to get, if you're doing that type of volume, just by like the law of numbers, you're going to have some posts and some pins in there that are going to take off. Wow. So you you could test it. It's a really good testing ecosphere because you're not going for followers that are going to be loyal to like, oh, I'm always waiting to see everything that this brand produces. You're looking for people that are searching for relevant answers based on their keyword topics. Mm. Okay. So it's, it's like the Google of social media platforms. Yeah, 100%. Awesome. Love it. Well, if people want to learn more about you and maybe find out more about your involvement in our new social media certification, where can they go? Well, you can definitely go to digitalmarketer.com and find me as a subject matter expert there. Um, and then my company's website is mongoosemedia.us. And I am Lauren E. Petrullo, like Lauren Elizabeth Petrullo. Like, or that's your name? <laughs> <laughs> that is my that is your name. Okay. It's Lauren E. Petrullo. Well, thank you so much for coming out, Lauren. Always appreciate you and everything you do. Uh, just in case anybody doesn't know, Lauren's actually one of our uh, subject matter experts for our e-commerce certification. So if you're into e-commerce, check that out. Uh, you'll see Scott and Simon and Lauren, yeah. and they'll teach you everything you know about the e-commerce tree of life, which is a concept I really like. And if you're doing e-commerce, you should definitely be doing Pinterest yes. because it's just it's all free so visibility. That's just mm, so easy. So good. Easy. No, love it. Thank you so much, Lauren. And thank you for listening and we'll talk to you next time this is digital marketing get ready for the two easiest ways for you to generate product photos for your e-commerce store i'm lauren petrullo founder and ceo of mongoose media and digital marketer academy faculty member i've managed over 50,000 SKUs for over a hundred different e-commerce sites and i cannot tell you the importance of quality product photos. Not only are they important for your website, but they're great to be repurposed in your email marketing campaigns, your paid ad initiatives, and your organic social media content. It's imperative that you have great photos because great photos sell your products and start conversations with your consumers. 
There are two great solutions when seeking out quality product photos for your e-commerce site. One, UGC. We know that native user-generated content wins all day on social. When you can get your customers to share back their use of your products in their voice, in their personal applications, you will see dividends when that is repurposed in your paid ads and organic social feeds. Secondly, don't have customers or UGC yet? Not a problem. There are cost-effective solutions in which you can outsource that photography. This and so much more is covered in my modules in our e-commerce cert with Digital Marketer.